Andy Bush and Richie Firth, Home Time Show podcast, welcome. Welcome indeed. Oh, haven't we just had fun for the past, what, 20 minutes doing some... Uh, how would you describe the sport we've just created? Uh, workplace... One-touch football. Workplace, enclosed area, one-touch football. Um, we have to talk about this, uh, and maybe you can, uh, you can share some examples in your workplace if you um, indulge in this too. Yeah. But there must be workplaces where you have um, kind of bastardised the rules of, <laughs> of an existing sport yeah. uh, so that they fit your workplace. So adjacent to the studio that we broadcast home time from, yeah. we're currently waiting for Ben Burrell to finish his show. We're preparing today's show. Mm-hmm. And behind some office chairs, what would you say length of this is? Let's give people it's some It's about dimensions. 12 feet, isn't it? 12 foot long. It's a couple of Burrells long. Yeah, <laughs> 12 foot long. Um, short, narrow passageway with a couple of office chairs coming out of it at obstacles. Andy and I are just doing one-touch football. You're only allowed one touch. Crisp one-touch passing. And we've got quite a good little rally going on there, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, definitely, yeah. But, but maybe you work... I mean, I've heard about people who work uh, do the overnight stacking in supermarkets, and sometimes they might be partial to a bit of... Uh, what's that thing called where you go on the ice and you do the swishing? In Curling. Front? Curling, but yeah. with, like, say, a frozen chicken or something like that. That'd be brilliant. That'd I'd be also good. say a supermarket aisle will actually be uh, lend itself uh, to a little bit of uh, workplace cricket, cricket as well. Yes. Uh, so if you have, uh, like we say, a bastardised sport, Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, office or workplace environments. We'd like to hear about those. And tell us about it, like, just maybe just between us lot on the podcast right now, because you can obviously uh, subscribe and let us know what you think of it. Leave a little review. What was the name of the bloke who's left the review? Uh, Peter B. Peter B has done that. So He's given us five stars, Richie. That's brilliant. Good lad. Peter B, thank you so much. Uh, Peter B says, brilliant first show. Both very funny jocks in their own right, but together should be a proper laugh. I don't think Bush really knows what's hit him. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks for that, Peter B. Damned with uh, faint praise there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Backhanded compliment. Yeah. However, uh, if you maybe play enclosed space uh, football or any form of sport at work, let us know about it in the review of the podcast. Also, on the subject of the podcast, can we say thank you? It's been very nice uh, seeing throughout the day various bits of uh, communication from you guys listening to the podcast outside of home time hours. Yes, we've come up with a different way of looking at this. You're either full board or half board. That's right, yeah. Full board are people who listen whilst the show is live and maybe dabble in a bit of podcast later on or whatever, hearing back some of the bits they liked. Yeah. Half board are people who don't listen to it live for whatever reason, maybe they're still at work, but only purely listen via podcast. Yes. So as, ask yourself the question, what are you, full board or half board? <laughs> and let us know. Kind of like bed and breakfast, isn't it? It is, really? bed and yeah. breakfast. What, yeah. you full board or half board? That's right, yeah, OK. So I guess we're now ready to uh, get today's podcast underway. Let's do it. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Ooh, I'm a Have you ever had a builder or decorator working near you and they slightly whistle a song wrong? Isn't that such a wind-up? It's a wind-up when you're an aggressive whistler yourself, which is what I am. Yeah, you know, you put Mm. some effort into it. All right, how's it going? This is Home Time with Andy Bush and Richie Firth here on Absolute Radio. Nine minutes past four. If you're on your way home now and it's nine minutes past four, something's working out well for you. Definitely. Let us know what it is, 8, 12, 15. Now, listen, we had a coffee before the show. Uh, I went to put a sugar in mine and Richie was absolutely 
flabbergasted and said I was doing it wrong. Please explain. You were doing it the wrong way. What, doing sugar wrong? Correct, correct. And it strikes me, from what I'm about to describe, a lot of people will be putting sugar in the wrong way. I make my coffee the way that Arsene Wenger taught the Arsenal squad to make a coffee. Arsene Wenger has got a way of making coffee. So when he arrived at Arsenal over 20 years ago now, he was shocked as to how much coffee the players were drinking. And he said to them, if you are going to have to have coffee, at least do it this way. And this is how I've always made a coffee since. Are you going to demonstrate it for us right now? With the coffee that I've just made, and I'm ready to put the sugar in, because it's all about... How you put the sugar in. So you've got the coffee in front of us now, you've got a little spoon going on. So I've got a... By the uh, way, he showed me this in front of everyone in the cafe as well. It's well embarrassing. <laughs> and I'm now showing you again right now. I'm spilling a lot of sugar because I'm not concentrating. So I've got a teaspoonful of sugar here right now. A lot of sugar going on the desk. What I'm going to do is that I'm just going to dip the teaspoon below the water level of the coffee... <laughs> Only just. So as you can now see now, the sugar is caramelising in the teaspoon. You must be a right wind-up on a long road trip at service stations. I'm now going to swill the sugar in the teaspoon, let it caramelise. Caramelise. It's a little, it reminds me a little bit of making an Irish coffee back in the day when you are a waiter or waitress. Yes, there's an element of that. Spoon at the top. Now I've got caramelised sugar, I will then stir that into the coffee because what you've done and this is what these elite sportsmen had to realise is that you have changed the properties scientifically of the sugar to make it healthier see you've raised your eyebrows at me there thinking I'm not going to question you on the science in that okay Arsene Wenger's way of making sugar fine doing coffee but why is that healthier why is that healthier because it has changed the scientific properties of the sugar just saying it again but with more purpose (laughs) ain't going to get around it If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Putting you under starters orders for going home. Home Time, Absolute Radio on a Thursday, quarter past four. I would say Mr Richie Firth has charted new territory for nonsense at the start of this show with his coffee methodology. I'll tell you what I have done, I've made a damn good cup of coffee. You're still, still going with this, but even though you, you haven't quite uh, unveiled the science behind... Just very quickly explain Arsene Wenger's coffee method. When Arsene Wenger arrived in the UK, he told all the players to make their coffee with sugar that had caramelised in the teaspoon by just dunking it under the surface of the liquid and then mixing it in. It changes the properties of the sugar to make it healthier. That's what I read. I can just see over your shoulder producer Nick, who's in the adjacent room, and he just rolled his eyes while you were talking, just... Ignorance is a sad thing in youth. (laughs) Uh, Right, get your comments in. Someone says, makes no odds, silly boy. Right? Once again, just ignorantly dismissing rather than trying. Uh, uh, Richie, two words, grow up, says this other text. Uh, And Jack says, that's not caramelised, it's just starting to dissolve. That's still scientifically changing, isn't it? Dissolving, I remember that. Well, but it does raise an interesting point. Although you are getting a bit of flack for this, I do think you have an interesting point in that uh, a lot of people are quite partial, myself included. I think everyone's got a celebrity methodology Mm -hmm. in that a way of doing something that you've picked up off a famous person. For example, for me, I always do Delia Smith omelettes. The Delia Smith style of doing an omelette is to have a bit of olive oil, a bit of butter, but then you half do the omelette and then drop it onto a really hot plate that's been in the oven and then it finishes cooking like that. I've never heard of that. That's the way to do it, you see. I'll give that a go. You've got your Arsene Wenger coffee. Arsene Wenger coffee, I'll also chuck in your Jamie Oliver scrambled egg where he does it all conventionally and then shaves a bit of parmesan in. See, I didn't even know that. Seriously. 
Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Dan Cox says, I'm sure I heard Richard Branson never undoes more, more than three buttons on a shirt, just takes it off over his head like a T-shirt to save time. Washes them like that as well. That's a great idea. Uh, on text 81215, Mark Adams says uh, that Liam Gallagher puts a fork in his champagne to keep it fresh. Love you see, it. these are all people that are like me, followers of the, the Arsene Wenger coffee, uh, which is where we've, we, this has all come from this morning, caramelising uh, the sugar in the top of the coffee before you stir it in properly. It changes scientifically the properties of the sugar to make it a healthier drink. He really is sticking with caramelisation there. Uh, let's try and get some hard science on this from Chris, the chef. Uh, Chris, what's Richie talking about here? Is this nonsense? Yeah, it is complete rubbish. Oh. The temperature of coffee is nowhere near enough to caramelise sugar. You, you need to add about another 100 degrees centigrade. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got nothing to do with caramelisation at all. Is there anything in what he's saying, Chris? Uh, the Any truth? Change is just the coffee. Okay, okay, okay. Ah. So maybe what we're talking here is is the wrong use of a word. If it's not caramelisation, could it still be though that swirling that coffee around with the sugar in the teaspoon is scientifically changing the property <laughs> of the sugar to make it healthier? <laughs> No, all, all you're doing is partially dissolving, then fully dissolving later on. At the end of the day, you've got sucrose dissolved in coffee. It's not going to make the slightest difference to the end result. There you go. As confirmed by Chris, it's just fancy dissolving. Tastes good, though. It's a damn good cup of coffee. I tell you what, Arsene Wenger's a fraud, isn't it? <laughs> just damn good dissolving. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, the text, the show, Celebrity Methodologies. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio on a Thursday afternoon. If you change your shoes to walk home, that song's for you. Like it. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here. This is our new hometime show. Are you still in touch with uh, people that you were at school with when you were doing your GCSEs? That little group of friends, your group of best mates. Bessie mate, sure am. Really? Really? Honest to God, there's about a group of like five or six of us and luckily they've all moved to London as well. So we see each other all the time. Talkie Boys Grammar School... <laughs> The mob. <laughs> I saw a news article this morning that made me actually question uh, where where have Jason and and Neil and and Luke got to these days? Just kind of like ebbed out of my life because it said that if you are still best friends uh, with uh, your mates from primary school, by the time you get on to secondary school, those kids get better grades. Oh, really? If you keep your same little cluster of friends from primary to secondary, they're going on and getting better grades. So what, what happened to you? Because I'm, I'm kind of thinking down the lines of great expectations here then, Richie. Were you, like, plucked from all your friends and thrust <laughs> somewhere else? How come you don't see any of these people anymore? Well, I guess, I guess we did stay friends during school, but then I went off to uh, university and embraced my uni town very quickly and all the home mob got uh, when was cast the last, aside, I When guess. was the last time you actually spoke to any of those people then? Because I saw, like, Jeff and ago. Kester and John and Neil only just a couple of weeks ago. And you last spoke to you a lot? Uh, when we finished school. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wowee. Long time ago. So have you got any way of, like, communicating? Well, connected on Facebook, obviously. You, you, you know, I could do that, but I don't yeah. see them or talk to them. So that that would be the only the only way. If I wanted to get in touch, I'd, I guess you'd drop them a Facebook message or something. It's a shame that Friends Reunited isn't quite what it is. Do yeah, you know yeah, that? yeah. But, like, Facebook, there are opportunities, like, is well... Excuse the phrase, but is poking still a thing? <laughs> I think you can't poke on Facebook. I, well, still, I don't know. Surely. I remember when Facebook first started I'm have out. A look. I'm have a look. Poke, it was all about the poking. But I mean, I don't think I've poked anyone. <laughs> 
for about, I don't know, five, six years, seven years on Facebook. Do you know what? You can. What, yeah, I've just, uh, well, I've gone, I, I found Jason, my mate Jason. Jason. On the top line, right at the bottom, there's a, there's a little drop down you can poke. But like what, what happens if you say if you poke me, go with us on this folks, if you poke me, what do I get on my Facebook page? What happens? I've no idea, but I've just poked Jason and it's just come up and said you poked Jason. <laughs> oh well, okay, what about your other mates? What, what the other, well, the I'm other lot? I'm going to find Neil and Luke and poke them as well now, this is great fun. So let's just see, uh, Richie is poking Neil, Luke and Jason as we speak. <laughs> Let's see if you get any response during the course of the show. This could be the rekindling of a beautiful friendship. They've not heard of me for ages. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So Richie's just been poking people he hasn't seen for a while. Jason, Neil and Luke, uh, mates from a GCSE years at school, have all been poked on Facebook. I've just poked you as well as an experiment to see actually what happens if someone pokes. You know, it's kind of buried away on Facebook these days. Honestly, ask yourself this question. When was the last time you poked someone on Facebook? It was all the rage. Yeah. And no one's done it for years now. Honest to God, right? I've just had a little notification that you've poked me on Facebook. And it's really weird. It's your face. It says, Richie Firth poked you. And then this little tiny bit of, like, a picture of, like, a weird curved claw-like finger. It's like an E.T. finger, isn't it? It's not good. 10K. So it's Absolute Radio's 10th birthday, but we're giving you the presents. You can win £10,000 each and every day. And what's even better, the money will be in your bank account tomorrow. Uh, Izzy, this morning in Surrey, won the £10,000. She's going to donate some of her into charity, and she is using the rest to move house in the next few weeks. Joy, with each winner on this competition, the woman who was getting a new drive done just seems worse and worse, doesn't she? <laughs> She's wasted it. she probably look back on it now with huge regret. What would you spend 10 grand on if you had it tomorrow? Get your phone out now, text the word WIN to 81215 and you could be finding out. Tanks cost £2 plus your standard network rate. Lines close Friday 28th of September at 9am. Over 18s only. We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. Terms and entry at absoluteradio.co.uk I think it's fair to say both of us have been trying to get used to a new routine. Definitely. It's quite a big thing when you change jobs and hours because you get your own little routine sorted out and then, then suddenly everything's changing and we're getting home a lot later and everything. And I don't know about you, I, I'm quite tired and hungry when I get back. Oh, got to get a whole new rhythm going. Completely, quite hangry. And then I just kind of walk like a zombie into the local shops and try and buy stuff. And I, w- I went into the co-op in Leon C last night when I got home. I was starving, absolutely starving about nine o'clock. And I was on the hunt for a bargain. Uh, and near the till was what I thought was the oops section. You know the yeah. oops section they have in shops, which is like reduced or damaged items or whatever. Yeah, they're, or they're... near the old sell-by date. Yeah, cut price stuff, that kind of thing. So anyway, I started rummaging through the oops section, hand in there, pulling out all these bits and bobs or whatever. And I realised, just out of the corner of my eye, that the people in the queue for the till were looking at me in what appeared to be horror. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bit weird. It was only then it suddenly dawned on me. I stepped round a little bit. It wasn't the oops section. It was actually a collection basket for food for the homeless. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! How bad is that? Can you imagine what they thought of me, those people? It's that new home time guy. Oh, what's he doing? He's nicking food out of the mouths of the homeless people. Bad man. But you know what? Sometimes in life you do things, and you don't mean it, but Mm. it can be misconstrued and looked absolutely terrible. It looks bad, but I promise you it isn't. That's That's how you'd caveat it. Well, that's it. Look, if anyone else has had a uh, similar kind of thing, let's use that Jeremy Carl show style uh, banner. It looks bad, but I promise you it isn't. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
Tom Grennan on Absolute Radio. That song's called Soccer Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) It's home time with Bush and Richie. We hope you're enjoying the music so far. Look at that, it's half five. Oh, here we go. Kevin says I'm off to make a coffee the Richie Firth way. I mean, here we go. This, this is what happens, right? Here we okay. go. I put something out there, people disparage it, and then they go and give it a try. If you want to see my trademark slash Arsene Wenger way of making a cup of coffee, <laughs> there is a video up right now on our Facebook and Twitter uh, of how to do this, all right? Yeah. Scientifically change the properties of sugar. Uh, right now, we are after your looks bad, but I promise you it isn't. After Andy's uh, running in the... Uh, the co-op yesterday with the uh, the homeless charity bin. Yes, thought it was the oops <laughs> section. What a nightmare! Uh, my sister was rummaging through someone's trolley at the supermarket when the woman whose trolley it was asked if she could be of help. My sister said, uh, "Sorry, I thought this was the cheap trolley." It's so bad because I've done that before. I've taken someone else's trolley and, it, yeah. and it's not our one, which is bad. Actually, I think I've got form because this is just reminding me. Then in that song, I used to work in a hotel when I was a teenager, and back in back in the day, then we had a sweet trolley that you would wheel to the table and yeah. then cut the the these sweets for the people and I was serving this uh, table of four let's say slightly larger women yes uh, and one of them decided that she wanted a Black Forest Gatto so I started to cut it to serve it to her and she said I shouldn't really as I'm on a diet and I said well it's a bit late now (laughs) and then I started cutting it not that it was you know beyond the pale (laughs) looks bad but I promise you it isn't Adam says I once bought a £10 scratch card and once back in my van I proceeded to scratch the card on my lap with vigorous up and down side to side movements and thought nothing of it until I looked up and saw a middle aged woman mouth the word disgusting at me (laughs) loving your work podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. If you caught the back end of yesterday's show, you would have heard us talking about Absolute Radio's 10th birthday party the other night at the Shepherd's Bush Empire and how we'd had a good night, but we were saying yesterday evening uh, that much as we had a good night, because it started at 7 o'clock and Mm -hmm. the show finishes at 7, we turned up a little bit late for it, we missed the majority of Blossoms. Uh, You've got Dave Berry on stage with Danielle. They're doing integral parts. Working really hard, that kind of thing. Donaldson's back here working hard. Holding the fort. We just felt a little bit guilty. Especially as everyone else was running around, and as far as I could tell, you and I were just drinking Carlsberg out of plastic pint glasses. A a lot of. Stacking them up. That's all we were doing. And we had this sensation that we'd kind of missed out a little bit and we should be doing more. And over the last 24 hours, we've been speaking about this on WhatsApp and stuff. Mm -hmm. We are committing to doing something else to celebrate Absolute Radio's 10th birthday. But at this juncture, we have no idea what that is. And I don't want to say that our boss Paul's put any pressure on us to try and do something, but he has just walked in two songs ago (laughs) and put a balloon shaped as a 10 in the corner of the room. Yeah. So maybe that's a hint, I don't know. But I feel like we should do something. However... Uh, our little sheet of ideas is completely empty at the moment. Nothing at all. So what we thought we would do is uh, open the floor idea-wise. If you've got any suggestions, nothing is going to be ruled out at this point. This is just a brainstorm. Blank sheet of paper. Blank sheet of paper. You've got two songs to pitch your ideas to us right now. What can we do for Absolute Radio's 10th birthday? 8, 12, 15, get involved. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, say goodbye to scary bills and hello to capped contracts from Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. 
Right, it was a two-song hometime brainstorm to try and come up with some ideas. Bushy and I reckon we've got one more, one more celebration in us for yeah. the Absolute Radio 10th birthday. We should do something, but we don't know what. Uh, 8, 12, 15, you guys have come up with some crackers here. Grant and Newcastle, Lawn Darts Championship. Look, we've established <laughs> on show one that that is uh, banned in America. It's so deadly, that game. I'm not being associated with it. Legal still here in the UK and on sale in many outlets. <laughs> uh, what we got here? Tracy and Dundee says release a single. That's not bad. That's not I bad, like is that. it? What would be our kind of music? Prog rock? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? Idea for your birthday party. One word. Pub. Chris and Newton Abbott. Love Newton Abbott. Uh, Rachel says karaoke night where everyone dresses up as their favourite band member and can only sing with tracks from the Absolute Radio Top 100 bands. Quite a few musical ideas. Love it. Uh, got a great idea for you from Ben. Put a hypnosis show together. Yes. Get some music stars and band members as volunteers for the show and invite fans to be in the audience. By the way, <laughs> I'm a hypnotist. Oh, hello, mate. <laughs> Time for a bit of work. Hello, mate. Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. For some kind of secondary 10th birthday celebrations, Chris in Watford, Will Smith bungeed from a helicopter for his 50th earlier this week. Oh. You could do that. That is honestly, I don't know why people do like jumping out of stuff or bungee jumping or anything like that. Particularly oh. when you've got blades above oh. what you're jumping. Just jumping out off anything's bad enough. We yeah. don't need the blades in there, do we? Uh, Matt and Evesham go on a 10 pub pub crawl. Each person has to bring nine friends, making 10 to each group yeah I kind of like it I kind of like that I like the idea of making new friends uh, Anne in London actually Anon not Anne <laughs> fair enough just says full Monty now, now it all becomes clear uh, Ian says bowling and laser quest classic birthday it would be a great day that would be a hell of a day uh, John in Hornchurch you could do a meet and greet in a pub uh, give out 10th birthday balloons to random people it's not bad I would say 80% of people mentioned some form of alcoholic beverage so far yeah, which is a lot of pub mentions. interesting taster of our audience and hi to Aidan <laughs> who just says extreme ironing 10k everyday <laughs> so what is extreme ironing it's absolutely radio's 10th birthday as we've been talking about we're giving you the presents you can win £10,000 every day what's even better I don't quite know how they're doing this, but the money will be in your bank account tomorrow. Uh, Izzy in Surrey is donating to charity for some of her 10 grand that she picked up this morning. The rest of it she is moving out with. We've had holidays to South Africa. We've had ornate driveways being paved. It's yes. up to you what you're doing with 10k. Ask yourself the question, how would you spend it? Get your phone out now and text the word WIN to 81215. Absolute Radio. They are for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. so we left people with a bit of a cliffhanger Richie, about the fact that you'd poked three friends on Facebook that you haven't spoken to in 25 years we undertook a social experiment I found a story that said if you kept your same school friends from your primary school into your senior school statistically you went on to get better grades than those that didn't it made me then realise that I've lost touch with my little gang of mates Mm -hmm. uh, from senior school. Jason, Luke, 
and Neil. So you, you poked them earlier on on the show. We'll find out in a second whether you've had anything back. Just some comments have been coming in about the concept of poking, because we didn't even know whether poking was still a thing. We had to see if it was still a Facebook function. Uh, Stutter Guy says, I'm not even going to pretend that I'm not in a five-year-long poking war with my friend. Brilliant. Love that. City Lights on Twitter says, I stopped doing it because no one poked me back, which is quite heartbreaking. And Ashley Johnson says, I had a wave come through the other day. I honestly didn't know what to do with it, so it got ignored. <laughs> so the big thing is, an hour or so in then, have you had anything back from these three? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And that's quite depressing, because <laughs> you can look at it two ways. One, they're not, you know, they're a little bit confused with the whole poke thing. Yeah. Or secondly, they've all three seen the poke and decided... Nah. Sure, that would be awful, wouldn't it? If they've seen the poke and just ignored it? Damning. An ignored poke is the worst thing in the world. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. That's called it. We'll get going in a minute. 13 minutes past six. It's Home Time with Bush and Richie. Is it desperate to do a second poke? You can't do a second poke. If you've been ignored on the first poke, doing a second poke is trouble. But I d- <laughs> It's a cry for help, Richie. You can't do it. Imagine looking at your computer after you've been in a meeting and you've had two pokes from someone you haven't spoken to for 25 years. That's the neg- no good. No, it's the negative way of looking at it, because equally, one poke, they might think, ah, Richie first has fallen on the poke button. But if, I go a se- <laughs> if I go a second time, I think, no, he's actually desperately trying to poke. I'll poke back, I'll reply. Richie Firth has fallen on the poke button is the brilliant name of a new podcast series. <laughs> <laughs> Mobile, putting you in control of your bill with capped contracts. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. An update now on something that we launched earlier this week. A new service for you, the British Transport Social Police. Yes. On uh, the journey home earlier this week, as Bush and I still get used to these new times... New people. I couldn't understand, and I still can't, this new fad of people watching stuff on their devices on the train... Devices that have got a headphone port built in, yet they're inflicting what they're watching on everybody else. It was just the tip of the iceberg of social faux pas on public transport. Uh, So this is a task force, the British Transport Social Police. Obviously, the British Transport Police have got their own stuff they need to be doing, but this is a different set of people, different uniform. Uh, Kelvin says it's a little bit like the Guardian Angels who wore the red berries on the underground back in the (laughs) 80s. That kind of thing, but like hammering down on antisocial behaviour. And we're still after your suggestions of what is a wind-up. Rachel says, eating a cheeseburger from the buffet before 8am. <laughs> uh, that is also filtering into the crisps rule. No crisps for 11am. Martin says, how about opening the Times newspaper to read when the train is packed, taking up three seats for themselves? Interestingly, people obviously are talking about food. We made uh, a pretty block rule on uh, the show earlier we did, this week. We did. That there's no food whatsoever. If it smells bad, obviously it's offensive. <laughs> if, it, if it smells good, it just makes you hungry and you might not be in a position to eat. Yes. On my journey in today, okay, yeah. as a, a plainclothes officer of the British Transport Social Police. Undercover. Two things happened. Go on. One lad sits down opposite me on the tube, opens up a Marks and Spencer's box of two custard tarts. What a weird thing to sit down and eat in front of other people. It doesn't smell bad, but it made me hungry, so it's wrong. Yeah, it's illegal. Then a couple of stops later, a lady sits next door to me and opens up a Tupperware of fishy noodles. The dirty man. It smelled offensive. Now, what I did is I did the most powerful thing I could possibly do as an officer (laughs) of the British Transport Social Police I gave them both a filthy glare fantastic filthy glare both of them ejectable offences 
If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. We might have to add this late to the Constitution. Putting on nail varnish, instant headache. I should clarify here about this text. I have no problem with people doing makeup on trains. That's not a problem. But there is something about nail varnish that in an enclosed space, it does induce a headache, doesn't it? See, I I love the smell of nail varnish. Do you really? I love it. Absolutely love it. So I'd be I'd be happy as Larry in that environment. To discuss as to whether it makes the statute books of the British Transport Social, Social Police. Police. It's whether you get ejected or not. That's the big question. Uh, Rob Butler, thank you for your tweet. I did overtime last night to catch the brand new Home Time show. I've canned that idea tonight. I've got it on listening live on my way home. Oh, phew, I thought we lost him then. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think he's canned the idea of the overtime. I got good. Uh, it is now my Home Time show. Top class beats the chase and the news hands down. Down. Hey, Brilliant. Well, listen, we are a new show. We do appreciate people giving us a, a chance and everything like that. We're, we're new kids on the block, but if we have happened to have bumped off a particular TV show or something else in your routine and you've got rid of it for us, let us know because we appreciate it's it. It's bad news for Bradley Walsh and Sophie Rayworth in even hands. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Groundswell of people asking where the old music for Hitler's Toilet is. I know it's been repurposed with money spent on a new one and and all that. And I like the sentiment, but uh, people are asking. Do you know what it reminds me of? The new theme tune for Hitler's Toilet reminds me of... You know, there was, there's a lot of concept art for what the new uh, stadium is going to be like for Tottenham Hotspur, where yeah. there's a bar where you can... A bar where you can have a drink of Peroni and watch the players go through the tunnel. Yes. And it makes normal football fans get a bit itchy yeah, around the neck. It really does, yeah. It's not quite them. It's a bit like that. It is. But you know what? The old bed... Should still be in the system. It should still be in the system, but I had a little message uh, uh, sent to me earlier on this morning from the head of our production team, Dan. He says, they can't find it anywhere and it's been deleted. (laughs) (laughs) It's been completely erased from the entire system at Absolute Radio. It can be remade. Well, I mean, how long did it take you to make it? Well, initially, back in the day, I'd put I'd say three minutes tops. Oh, right. Well, I mean, you should make... Well, it depends what people think. I mean, how are you feeling? So let's play the new one. Let's do Hitler's Toilet and see what you reckon. Good luck, Richie. Love it. I like this one. Style over substance. Come on now. Uh, Salad Cream is not changing its name. Here we go. Big breaking news. Uh, You may remember that back in June, Heinz announced that they were rebranding Salad Cream (laughs) to Sandwich Cream uh, because they said at the time it reflected the primary use of the sauce. Breaking news, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's big news. Big news, this. But it was met with ridicule and uh, people were annoyed, boycotting uh, Salad Cream. Heinz have announced today, and I bring you this news, that salad cream is now remaining salad cream. I've got a statement for you. Here we go. Thousands of you shared your thoughts and suggested new ideas, all of which were considered. It has become clear the British public want to keep Heinz salad cream. We will not ignore the will of the people. 
Heinz Salad Cream is here to stay. Dare I throw the word allegory in at quarter to seven in the evening here, but are you using this particular story to make some form of moral message about the Hitler's toilet uh, theme music <laughs> being doled up and then people wanting you to go back to the original? It's an interesting thing, right? When they try and change things, it doesn't work. I mean, look at this, right? Do you remember back in the 90s, 30 Pizza Huts yep. got renamed Pasta Hut. Yes. It didn't take... They went back to the Pizza Hut. People went crazy about it. Cocoa Pops got changed to Choco Krispies for a little while because that's what they do in Europe. No one liked it. So, hold on went back to Cocoa Pops. They never Pops. turned to cho- Choco Krispies. Yes, they did for a short period of time. This is outrageous. Check your cereal history. Breaking news. And I'll throw one more thing out there just for the sake of it because it bolsters it and makes people realise <laughs> that this isn't the rubbish it is. But Salad Cream is the UK's fifth biggest selling table sauce. <laughs> I'll leave you with that. Leave you with that thought, folks. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Sorry, there's a belch coming. Oh, oh my word. <laughs> oh, my word. Um, Richie, if, that is, that's unbelievable. If that's been included, that's irresponsible. You should have, it's, on, it's on mic, mate. The lights are red. It's there. <laughs> the reason that has happened we is because... We talk about extras on this podcast. I didn't make it aware. That, that's it for you. <laughs> there's, because of the 10th birthday, there's a lot of sweets around the building. What have um, you just had? You've, you've got, like, a, wrappers everywhere. Uh, a party pack of uh, Haribo. And, Actually, uh, sorry, sorry, let's not let this de- detract in any way from what that, that guttural noise you just made. It felt, <laughs> if, if I was to imagine what Satan himself sounds like when he's talking, that's, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. It's like when uh, the uh, ghost or the beast takes uh, over Rick Moranis at the end of Ghostbusters. The reason I had to belch is because right. Andy and I are about to uh, start playing one-touch workplace football. You want to move, you move, move off this, do you, Richie? <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. Well, let's end up with a bit of one-touch football. Here we go. One, two, nice work. three, four, nice work. five, six, six, seven, eight, eight nine, ten, ten eleven. Oh, oh, that's 11. a high score. Try one more time. One, two, three, Play four, five, six. Oh, right, OK. Hometime email? Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Plus, is that um, pack of Arabo? <laughs>